What's up, babes? It's Nicole, your host of Throttle Babes Podcast. The podcast where badass women empower badass women with just two wheels. Join me as I share stories of women riders around the globe. Sit back and enjoy an inside look at the female motorcycle lifestyle. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Throttle Babes. My next guest I actually discovered on my Instagram for you page. A gorgeous blue metallic bike popped up and I was like, what is this? I clicked on it and I went down the rabbit hole and then I immediately messaged her and I said, you have to come on the show. I want to know more. So welcome, Kylie. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing good. I'm here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, so it's like cold and dreary today, so I'm just kind of like buckling down and trying to keep warm. <laughs> I know. It's getting close. I don't know. Can you ride all year round down there, or what's it like down there? No. Um, we're in northern Idaho, so we're about a couple hours from the Canadian border. Um, we get lots of snow throughout the winter. I think this year's been the worst since I've moved up here, um, just more snow is definitely more sporadic. So I don't know, like part of me loves it, but then there's the other part of me that I'm just like, I want sunshine. Like I want to be on the road. I want to adventure. <laughs> I totally feel you. You get that itch and then spring comes and it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> yes, yes, so let's dive into it. I want to know, how did you get into riding bikes? How did you get into motorcycle? Um, so, you know, growing up, I'd heard stories about my grandpa, about how he lived on his bike. You know, my mom, she had engines in the bathtub, <laughs> bike parts <laughs> everywhere. And I didn't get to experience that side of him. Like by the time I had grown up, he had pretty much stopped riding and was just focusing on, you know, work and just life. He had been in a major accident, so he kind of had to take a step back. So, like, I've always grown up seeing pictures of him, and I'm just – that's my idol. He's, like, everything to me. And so I've always been, like, I want to be like my grandpa. Like, I want to be a badass like him. Like, I want to do this. And so um, it was just something that was kind of, like, in the back of my mind – and then as I got older, I ended up in like a big motorcycle community and I was a passenger and, you know, I was a passenger for about 10 years and I just kept on telling myself, like, I want to ride, like, I want to do this. Like, I want to be on two wheels. Like I want the freedom. I want the control. And at that point in my life, I was just in a toxic relationship. And so my ex told me like, you can't do it. Like if you ride, you're just going to kill yourself. And just all of those negative things to say, just everything, he just project them on me and throw them on me. And, you know, eventually I got to the point where I was like, screw it. Like I'm done with this. I have nothing to lose. Like I can't do this anymore. So at that point, like my dream for riding my own bike just kept on building and building. And then I discovered the Lita's. I discovered Hell Babes. Um, just that whole crowd. I started following women who were just so, in my mind, just so inspirational, phenomenal, 
And I was like, I want to do this. Like if they can do it, like I can do, I can too. So the year of 2020, I finally took the plunge, um, signed up for my class was like, I'm getting my endorsement. Like I'm going to go do this. And then COVID happened. I'm like, (laughs) dang it. So, um, from there, I just was like, okay, like as soon as the class opens up, like I'm going to go do it. So around, I want to say around August, 2020, I was able to finally go take the course. And I just remember getting on like a little Honda Rebel 250 and it just felt so right. And I did the course. I talked to the instructor afterwards and he was like, you're a natural. Like, do you have like experience riding? Like, what's your background? And I was like, to tell you the truth, like I kind of have like a little bit of experience, but pretty minimal. Like I rode dirt bikes and quads as a kid, but not, not frequently. And so, um, next thing you know, I have my endorsement and I moved up to Idaho and then a year later, my husband gave me my first bike and he gave me my Dyna. And at that time, that bike was built for him. I mean, it had big T-bars, the shocks on it were raised, like everything. Like I'd go to stand, stand it up and I'd be struggling. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. And he's like, don't worry about it. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, we will fix this. And I'm like, Okay. And I was still kind of like nervous. I was like, I don't know. I don't think I can. And next thing you know, he's lowering the shocks and he's like, okay, now, now get on it, stand it up. And so finally I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this isn't so bad. Sitting in the garage, making motorcycle noises, you know, just like, (laughs) doing it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. (laughs) And so it was just like, okay, like maybe I can. And then I remember like a couple days later, he was like, hey, let's go to a school parking lot. Like, let's go practice riding. I hadn't been on a bike in over a year. The biggest bike I had ever, ever rode was a 250. And I'm like, I'm going straight to this, to the Dyna. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's a big bike to start out. At least it, I thought so for me. I'm like, that's kind of big, like whatever. So we go to the school parking lot. He rides it there. I get on the bike and I just start riding in circles and riding around. Um, at that time I had back pegs on my bike and like we noticed because my bike was so low, it was scraping. And so oh. <laughs> it was, it was a little bit sketchy, but at the same point, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, like this, this is okay, this is fine. Um, and so towards the end of it, he was like, okay, ride it home, and I was like, no, <laughs> no, like you're riding at home for me. Like I still want to do like parking lots. Like, no, I'm not doing that. And he was like, okay, well then you're gonna stay here then. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, ride the bike home. Or figure out how to get home. Bye. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, 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 wait. I I will ride the bike home. So (laughs) bike home. 
I killed it a couple of times at it like at stop signs and I was just like I was so embarrassed but I was like whatever and I make it home safely he's like this one time just pull it into the church parking lot and I will pull it into the garage for you and I'm like sweet (laughs) so I get home and the next day I was like you know what (laughs) I want to go for a ride after that I started riding by myself and I'm nowhere near like where I want to be, but I know that I'm just getting that much closer. And so mm-hmm. um, the last few years, like it's just, I've been living and breathing motorcycles. Like everything about motorcycles intrigued me between wrenching, riding, the community, just like everything. It means everything. And so that's, I mean, that's kind of how I got my start. And now I feel like it's kind of pulling me in a different direction and I don't know where I'm going, but I'm just going to roll with it. (laughs) That's fantastic. I love that story about your grandpa. That's just like, that's true motorcycle culture right there. And the fact that you were able to take that as motivation and you had an incredible partner to help push you. I know I was so nervous when I first started and my husband was the same way. It was like, no, you're going to do it. Like you're just going to do it. Mm -hmm. So just having that little push, but once you get over that hill, God, it is so empowering. Like how did you, you must've felt like on cloud nine when you walked away with your endorsement. Oh my goodness. I mean, when I walked away with my endorsement, I I like, I can't even explain like the feelings that I felt like I was so elated. Like for so long, I'd had so many people tell me like, you're not going to be able to do this. Like you're just better off as a passenger. And then to like walk away and then have the instructor there who is a man himself be like, you know what, like you're a natural, like I can see you one day maybe teaching classes. Like if you get after it and practice and put yourself out there, like I can see you doing something. And it just, it was so humbling. Like it was probably like the biggest high of my life at that point and humbling and confidence building and just everything like I can't even put words to describe like everything I felt that day it was just unreal (laughs) it's such a great feeling I I felt similar I was like one of the only girls in my class taking my license and at the end we had to go into a little job trailer and they tell tell you like if you pass or fail Mm -hmm. and then they write the paper out and he's like you passed and I just want to say like you did better than most of the guys in this class. And it was the same thing. It was like, oh, I am that bitch. Like, yeah. yeah. And you just feel like on a high here in the car, but you're just like, I was shaking. So, so nervous. Like I actually have it now. And like, mm-hmm. I can do it. Like, oh gosh, it's just the empowerment. So I love that you took that for yourself. And I love that you're just feeling so confident in it. And mm-hmm. you're, you're working on that skill, which is the biggest piece, right? Yeah. So and so you had mentioned the Litas. Can you tell us a little bit about the Litas? I've seen them online. We don't really have many up here in Canada, but I do know it's big down in the States. Yeah. So uh, the Litas is a global uh, network for women. And um, I had found them through Instagram. And when I found them, 
You know, like I myself personally, like I knew a few women that rode, but I wanted to know more. I wanted to see more women out there doing it. And so I came across um, the Lita's page. I came across Becky Gobel. I mean, so many women, uh, Jessica, Jessica Wise, who is the founder of Lita's, who started that whole, whole thing. And so it was just featuring all of these different women from all different places. And it was killer. And so I just remember being like, I want to, I want to bike and I want to be a part of this community. I want to be a part of like these women, like they're out there, they're doing it, they're killing it. Like, oh my God, like, what can I do to be a part of it? So when I got my endorsement and then the day that I got my bike, I went online to the Lita's page and I signed up for the closest branch near me and, um, they contacted me that night and eventually like I went to a meetup. And so now I am the founder of the Lita's Coeur d'Alene, which is completely wild. Like I was like, at first I was like, I don't have the experience. Like I don't have like the time, like I'm never going to be able to do this. But then like those moments of self doubt and just kind of like, just like all those worries that you have, like I eventually I was like, I have to put this aside. And so when that time, like something just happened and it just felt right. And so I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like I have two girlfriends that I started it with. And, you know, um, last week we had our first meeting and it was the first time where we had four other women show up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this can go somewhere. And so, um, yeah, the Lita's is all over the world. They have an app uh, that kind of like connects all these women together and, you know, you can see their map of like where they're all located. And I mean, up until like recently, I, I was kind of like a little shy and a little in my bubble, but like, since then, like I felt myself like reaching out and connecting with like all, like all sorts of women from all over the place, like from California, um, Utah, Colorado, uh, Canada, like just everywhere. And I'm like, holy cow, like I'm making like all of these acquaintances and they're all a part of this network. Like, this is crazy. So, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where it's worldwide and like, we all share one passion, motorcycles, the freedom of being on two wheels. <laughs> That, yeah, I'm so proud of you for, like, setting all of that aside and taking the jump and getting that group in your area. And you're right. It is – I've experienced a lot of that this last two weeks, I would say, is just the connection, finding other women who ride. The friendships, they feel different. Like, they're real. They're raw. They're – it's the passion behind it. We have the same passion. Like, it's just – it's – it's unexplainable until you you fall into that place. Like it's it's awesome. And so are you going to plan like monthly rides with these women or do you like what does that kind of look like going forward for you? Yeah. So uh, we started uh, back in 
September, October, we had one ride. Um, since then, we've been trying to do monthly meetups during the winter. And I mean, it's cold, it's snowy. We're not really on the road. So it was really slow going, just um, me and my two girlfriends. And then um, now that the weather is starting to get better and riding season is like pretty much upon us. Um, yeah, like we're going to do monthly rides. Um, we're going to do monthly meetups to where like we do something other than just being on our bikes. So uh, here in a couple of weeks, we're going to go roller skating. We have a ride plan for April. Um, we're going to do an International Women's Day ride. Uh, we're going to have some sort of camp out this summer. Um, I know some of us are attending campouts. I myself and I'm going to dream roll. And so I'm super, super, super stoked on that. Like that is yeah. one thing I've been dreaming about like this whole time. And the fact that it's going to be a reality is just crazy. And I'm actually riding my chopper down there, which I'm like, <laughs> what am I like getting myself into? And everyone's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, <laughs> like right. Are you sure you should just take your Dinah? And I'm like, no, like you don't understand. Like I only live once. I have to ride my chopper. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want like this one moment in life to where like I can just look at myself and be like, yeah, I feel like a complete badass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think that's so fantastic. That sounds like so much fun. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. I met uh really awesome girl in around my area a few weeks ago and she's kind of wanting to start the same thing so watching other people bring that to life mm -hmm. and collecting the women and getting them together even outside of bikes is something so special and we need we just need more of it but uh yeah I'm, I can't believe you're gonna ride your chopper there that's amazing like good for you you go and tell us a bit more about your chopper yeah, um, so the chopper just kind of happened. It was not planned, did not anticipate it. It was just one of those things where I guess the timing was right and it fell into place. Um, my husband's a motorcycle mechanic, and so he has been around bikes his whole life. Um, his dad builds bikes. He builds bikes himself. Um now he's working on bikes, wrenching all the time. And so, like, I have been showing him bikes for the longest time. Like, look at this girl's chopper. Look at this chopper. Look at this one. Like, <laughs> one day can we build one? And, you know, like, I never expected, like, for it to happen this fast. I thought, you know, I'd save money. It'd be, like, a slow project. I'd work on it with him. But he found this killer deal on this chopper. An original – or chopper, I'm sorry <laughs> – he found a killer deal on a sportster and um, he was like, I'm just going to change a couple things on it and I'm going to sell it. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Like whatever. And then the, like the next thing, you know, he's buying a hard tell from lowbrow. And I was like, well, what are you going to do now? He's like, I'm going to chop it. And I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, we're not going to spend too much money on this, right? Like, finances, dude. We're adults. And he was yeah. like, 
no, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, okay. And so originally it was going to be for my stepson. And then we're looking at the bike and we're like, uh, Justin is six foot two and he is too big for this. Like, mm-hmm. he's way too big. He needs something a little bigger. And then just one day randomly, my husband looks at me. He's like, I'm just going to build it for you. And at first I was like, haha, you're funny. And he's like, no, I'm just going to build it for you. Like, it's going to be your chopper. And I was like, seriously? And so, like, next thing you know, like, first he gives me a Dyna. Now he's building me a chopper. Like, pinch me. Is, like, this real life? (laughs) 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 And so it was just, it was crazy and surreal. And, you know, so he started buying parts um, and just designing this bike. Like the way he envisions bikes in his head is crazy. So he just started buying parts, putting everything together. And originally he just built it around the bars. And then he talked to his friend who's just this killer, like killer fabricator. Like his work is phenomenal. Like just... I mean, this guy is so talented. He makes it look so easy and it's just art. (laughs) And so this whole Mm -hmm. time, like, I didn't get to help build it, but I was definitely like a part of the process. Like they'd have me go into the shop and sit on the bike, make sure everything was right. And um, yeah, like I sat there, I was able to question them on everything. Like, what are you doing? What, why are you doing this? They explained everything. No question was stupid. I didn't hold back. Like, and they were just amazing. So I felt like through this process, I learned so much, so much. Like I knew nothing about builds or anything like that. What really goes into it? And just like all of this is crazy. It's really an art. And then the next thing it is, home. yeah, <laughs> like it is a skill set. I, it's, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah. And so, like, originally my husband was just going to have the guy like just chop the frame. And then he was like, you know, I really need a bike for this show coming up. Like, do you think we can just make it that project? And Nathan's like, you know what, let's go for it. And so next thing you know, um, we built this Sportster chopper in two and a half months. I say we, really they. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, two and a half months. And um, yeah, it turned out absolutely beautiful. The... The paint is called mermaid candy. And for one, I just, I love that color and it's iridescent, like, and the light, it's like rainbow and there's so many different colors. And my husband's like, I'm just going to build you something that's feminine with a touch of badass. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly what she is. Yeah, I was going to say he hit the nail on the head. Like when I saw that picture on Instagram and for you guys who are listening and not watching on YouTube, go check out her Instagram. You have to go look at it. The paint is just, I was like, that is, that's badass. Like that's bitching. Like, and so you recently showed it. Is that right? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. We showed it at the Spokane motorcycle show. And um, I took second place for custom build, which is crazy. Um, the lady who won first place, she has just this beautiful heritage. I mean, this is just primo show bike, like everything mm. from the bars, the paint, just all the parts, like everything. I mean, oh, <laughs> I feel honored to like even be in the same bracket as her. I, it's beautiful. And so at the end of it, like, it's like, wow, two women who own these bikes, like, we took first and second. And so that was just like, totally surreal. And just like, what's happening? And it, I mean, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And I mean, if it wasn't for my husband, if it wasn't for Josh at Purveyor of Speed, like, none of this would have happened. And so now it's just like, okay, what else can I do with this bike? So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. let's go to all the events. Um, I'm, you know, writing it to dream roll this summer. I, I was anticipating on like writing it down to the Boise area and attending party at the pen. Um, from there, like I'm thinking about entering it into that one moto show, uh, next year. I think I said that wrong. I think it's the one moto show and it's down in Portland. And then I really, really, really want to get it into mama tried. Like, I oh my God, it to Milwaukee. I mean, there's so many hidden details on this bike. If I wouldn't have been there for this whole process, I would not have the eye that these, mm -hmm. that these amazing, amazing builders have like, I mean, there's just so much, so much in it. And I'm just like looking at all these phenomenal bikes. And I'm like, I want to do that too. <laughs> yeah. It's addicting though. Like when you start getting into showing your bike and it's not even about the winning, it's the, the people that you meet and the connections you make and people who just come up to you and share their story or just are intrigued about it and you can share your passion. It is so addicting. Like, and I, oh, I want to do the Mama Tried show so bad. I don't, I wouldn't put my bike in it, but I want to attend for sure. So yeah. I would, I would cry for you if I saw your bike in there. Like, that would just be such an amazing thing for you. Like, I don't know. Like, I've just, I was watching like the whole thing for Mama Tried this year. And um, there's this girl on Instagram, her name's Amanda Weaver, and she just has like this badass pink sportster chopper, like it's pink with yeah. flames, and like she took her bike there, and I'm like, holy shit, like I I am like so stoked for her and just like seeing her bike in that show, I was like, I want to do that too. Like, how the heck did mm -hmm. she do that? Like holy cow. And so, um, yeah, now I'm just kind of like, I'm on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, just, it's a good one. It's just like, I just want to experience it. Like I want to meet all of these incredible people and I want to like immerse myself in this beautiful, amazing community. And 
Like, I feel like my whole life I've been, like, searching for somewhere that I belong. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm, like, feeling like this is my place. Like, these are my people. And most of all, just, like, the connections that I'm making with all these different women who have all these different stories. And I don't know. It just it means something to me. Like, I just want to be in this world just to ride my own ride, meet friends who become family and see where it goes. Yeah. You are so accurate. So accurate. I feel exactly the same. You search for somewhere you feel like you belong. And when you find it for me and for you, like, this is it. Yeah. This is where I this is where I want to be. Yeah. Like it's incredible. Yeah. Oh, it just like it gives me chills, honestly, thinking about it. Like to hear someone speak the same way I feel and have somebody on that level is just yeah, it's a it's a good feeling for sure. It is. <laughs> I didn't think something like this could bring you so much joy. But mm-hmm. now that I'm in it, now that I'm doing it, I'm just like, I couldn't imagine life any, anyway else. Like, I, if I didn't have a motorcycle now, I think I'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, right now I've been able to ride like a few days this season and it's just the itch is real, the need to be on my bike to like have, like just to be in the wind and to feel free and just like Mm -hmm. to build the road. Like, yeah, it's just, it's something special. Yeah, I got so I took my bike to a show a couple last weekend actually. And yeah. when you load up to go out, they just open the door and all the bikes can ride down the ramp around the block and into your trailer. Well, that was the first time I had ridden my bike since like last <laughs> summer. And I was like, it was like the biggest high. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, we're getting so close. Like, I forgot what this felt like. This was awesome. Everybody was like videotaping you as you're leaving, but it was like, oh man. So it just made it like 10 times worse because we still have so much snow and gravel all over our roads. But like that little like two minute ride was like, whoa, it was incredible. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is so awesome. Uh, But it was so fun. I give you kudos for that. I feel like if I were in your position, I'd be like, ah, (laughs) I was sweating yeah I was nervous I was like okay don't mess up don't mess up but like at the same time you got this you're badass like you can do it you can do it (laughs) oh my goodness that is so awesome like that is so rad I'm so stoked that you got to do that and experience that I mean I feel like those moments are what really make this life so special (laughs) Mm -hmm. for sure for sure and so tell me have you been riding, sorry, is it two years now? Um, so I've been riding since 2020. This is going on, I think, three years now. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, so this will be my third season, and yeah, it's crazy. The first season, I will say, I did not ride that much. My bike was, like, even though we had lowered the rear shocks and everything, like, it was still, it still wasn't right for me. I had those mm -hmm. big T-bars on it, and I'm just, like, my arms are up, and yeah. it was so awkward turning, cornering, like, it kind of, kind of, like, it just got into my head. And so um, last, last summer, my husband changed the bars and made some adjustments. And then I was like, oh, my goodness, like, I can see, like, well, like, <laughs> first of all, like, in the beginning, my speedometer was covered. So I was, like, constantly, like, trying oh. to look in between the bars. And I'm like, I, I can see the speedometer. And then like just the movement, everything. Now I, instead of having like my arms fully extended, like I have a slight bend, like just everything just felt so much comfortable. And at first I was so resistant to changing the bars too. I'm like, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all about comfort. I probably could have like <laughs> time, but like now with my bars changed, like it's a game changer. And then we just put some legend shocks on my Dyna and I'm just like, oh, like now I'm like hitting some bumps and like small potholes. And I was like, I didn't even feel that. Like, this is kind of oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And so like now, like this, this summer, I like, I've already rode more than I did at this time last year, I've already rode more. Like, I don't think I started riding until like May. And I think I've been out like five times already. Um, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm not giving myself the option. Like, it's just, I'm doing it. I'm mm -hmm. going to hit the road. I'm going to these campouts. I'm going to these events and I'm going to do it. And I'm like slightly nervous because like, you know, I have experience on my Dyna and I do, I do pretty well on that, but like, not going to lie, the chopper is kind of scaring me, but I'm like, whatever, I'm going to fake it until <laughs> I fake it. But you'll get to that point, right? Like that's just it. Fake it till you make it. You're right. Until you get to that point where you're like, okay, you know what? This is okay. I can do this. Like I've got this, but until you get there, oh yeah, it's so nerve wracking. You like, mm -hmm. there's so much pressure, right? You want to feel like you have to be perfect. And, but the reality is you don't like, it's okay. Yeah. If we accidentally drop it a little or, you know, it sucks, but it happens or, you know, it's all, it's a work in progress and you're so determined. And I think you're going to check everything off your list this summer. I think so. <laughs> Like, I definitely, like, I don't think I felt this motivated up until, like, this year. I'm, like, 2023 is the year. Like, I'm in it to win yeah. it. I'm putting myself out there. I'm going to have the best year and just live. I mean, we only live once. So what's the point in hiding and shying away from, like, challenges or whatever is going on? Like, I just got to go for it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. 
if it's meant to be, it's just going to fall into place. And so I'm just like, I'm determined, like I am going to like for me this year, like I'm going to like master writing for me, like finally get yeah. it. Like, everything is just going <laughs> to into place. And like, now that I say that, I'm like, it sounds so funny, but like, that's just how I feel. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I can see the determination. I can see the passion and the excitement in your face. And I think you've been killing it on Instagram, just sharing everything. You know, you're in your shows. Like, you're you're on the right track. 100% on the right track. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I was telling my friend, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of like an imposter. Like, here's all these, like, badass people who've been in this world for so long, and I don't know what I'm doing. And it's just no. like, no, no, no. Like, I need to stop thinking that way. Like, maybe they have more experience, but like, I don't know. And but they started like, somewhere too. Yeah, exactly. Right? They were once where you and I were at. Exactly. Like, and that's the you thing. You have to like, keep reminding. Yeah. Yeah. And like, for all of those like women who are out there and if they are starting this now, like, who knows? Maybe I could be inspiring someone else and have no idea. Because, mm-hmm. like, there was so many women that I had, like, followed through social media that were just on their bikes and just, ugh, just, like, all of it. Like, I mean, and now I'm, like, I want to do that, too, and I want to be, like, that person to where, like, if someone's like doubting themselves for I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like I want to be their cheerleader. I want to root them on. Yeah. And be like, you know, like you got this, like there's nothing stopping you. Like, and yes, it's hard, but guess what? We're fucking resilient as fuck. Like mm-hmm. that's it. Like <laughs> I'm going for it. Just keep telling yourself every day. I'm resilient as fuck. I got this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think you've made a major step in being able to inspire women by starting the leaders in your area, right? Like that's just shows, hey, I want to share that passion with people. And, you know, maybe even if you don't ride, come mm-hmm. check us out, learn yeah. about it. Definitely. Right? Like, yeah. So that's a huge step in, in inspiring people. Well, and it's just like, I just want to like create like that community that's a safe space that we're there to help you lift, lift you up, answer any questions you may have. If you don't have the answer, pointing, pointing them in the right direction, like really. Yeah. And then like, not only that, but like leading by example and just putting yourself out there. And like, I'll tell you, like, I'm kind of a shy person, like, <laughs> <laughs> This is a huge step for me. I'm like, I'm putting myself out there so much in ways that I've just been like resisting in the, like the last few years. And now I'm like, okay, like I'm just doing it. And, you know, when we had those four women show up to our meeting, it was like a highlight. And one of the girls who showed up, like she doesn't ride a bike herself. And like her friends are like, yeah, we're trying to like, we're trying to convince her and it's like, you know, like that's what you want to do. Go for it. And so I just like, I found it so interesting because, you know, like she was just out hanging out with her friends and then she shows up to like <laughs> this group meetup and I don't know, it's kind of cool. So if she ever gets on a bike one day, I'm going to be so stoked to like see her out there and 
You know, I can't wait to like connect with all the women in this area that ride. I know there's a lot more out there than I realize. And mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. I can't wait to ride with them, learn with them, learn from them. Like mm-hmm. I just want to touch everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that for sure. And like, look at what it's done for your self-confidence though. Doing Mm -hmm. these things for yourself, like pushing yourself out of that box. Like I can almost guarantee it's so much bigger than it was a year ago for yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it all adds to the overall picture. Yeah. I mean, a year ago, it was just a dream. It wasn't even a reality and like now here I am and I'm living it. And it's just like, in some days, like I get intimidated and I'm like, am I doing this right? Am I like, what am I doing? Like, can I do this? But then you just have to remind yourself like, yes, I can. Like I can do this. Like this is possible. And in all honesty, the sky is the limit. It's just how much you push yourself and how much you work for it to get there. Mm-hmm. And so on those hard days, what do you do for yourself or how do you make that mind shift switch? Because it's so hard to get out of that sometimes. Yeah. I definitely remind myself, like, I need to give myself grace. Like, I need to give myself grace and I need to realize, like, I am still learning. Nobody is perfect. Even people who are veteran riders who have been on their bikes for years, For years, they still make mistakes. They still drop their bikes. They still take the turn the wrong way, do something stupid. Like, that's all a part of it. Like, each mistake, each learning curve ball like that you face, like, all of it is meant to happen for a reason. And so it's just like, you know, you sit there, you let it beat you up for a minute, and then you just like kind of just like have to talk yourself up. Like, you know what? Like, this is okay. And then I've learned to talk to your friends, talk to your friends, your family that rides, talk to, you know, the women that you ride with, reach out to other women. Like, cause really we're all facing the same challenges to a certain degree. At some point we all face the same thing. Like I was Mm -hmm. on Instagram earlier and this girl posted this video about um finding neutral at a a stoplight and I like I was sitting there and I was thinking about it I was like you know usually I'm on first at a stoplight but damn I do struggle finding neutral (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh me too me too embarrassed like it's like I know like I commented on her thing and she's like yeah but why are we really embarrassed and I was like that's a freaking good question like why is this embarrassing right right (laughs) and like it's funny because like on my on my Dyna I can see when I put my bike into neutral but on the sports year I have no speedo like I don't have like any tack I'm like I can't see this (laughs) I'm like you're just like sitting there fumbling yeah and then it gets worse because you're panicking so you're like oh my god everybody can see me like fumbling like oh yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's the thing (laughs) I'm so nervous about that I'm like uh I can't see and it's so stupid (laughs) 
It's just one of those things. I'm like, why am I making this? (laughs) That was one of my first questions about that. I was like, how do I know if I have the neutral? And I'm like, (laughs) I should like really know this already, but (laughs) whatever. I'm just going to keep it in first the whole time, holding the clutch and just shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works, right? <laughs> as long as you don't have to fumble. <laughs> I would have you. What are you doing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what neutral is. Oh well. It's not a thing. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh, but this bike doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, this bike That's doesn't. That's awesome. Yeah, no speedo, no front brake. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, you really should have a front brake on that. I'm like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the back ones worked great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I will find out. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Like, I like I fought my husband on a couple of things with this design on the bike. I'm like... <laughs> I want two mirrors. He's like, no, but choppers only have one. It's, it's going to be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I think it's going to be awesome. So do you and your husband get to like, do you ride a lot together? It's so amazing that you share this passion together. Um, you know, we do ride together. Um, he's been riding for years, so he's a lot faster than me. And I <laughs> feel yeah. like I'm going at like a turtle's pace, but whatever. And so like we go on rides at the beginning. I used to get so frustrated. I get so mad. I'm like, you just leave me. <laughs> now I'm just like, mm-hmm. I know where I'm going. Like go in front of me. Um but you know, like me and him, we talk bikes all the time. Like I'm learning so much about bikes from him. Like it's amazing. Just like the amount of knowledge that he holds. And he's just like, I don't know. He's like a master builder. Like this guy's a wizard. He's constantly building engines, motors, everything for his work. And it's just crazy. And so we may not ride with each other as often, but we talk bikes a lot and he teaches me things like I'm learning how to work on my bike slowly, but surely. Um, my Dyna before it was even mine, I got to change the cam in it. And that was like the most amazing, like learning experience for me. I was just like, I looked at him and I was like, please don't yell at me if I don't do something. <laughs> he looks at me and he's like, would I yell at you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just learning. Yeah. But you know, he's an amazing teacher. And like, I ask him so many questions, like about everything, like, you know, like I was having a hard time, like seeing the difference between like, what is it? I was having a hard time seeing the difference between the shovel, the pan, the knuckle, evos and just like different types of motors and I was like how do I know like how do I know what's what like I know like the top rocker different shapes and like that kind of thing but I was still like I just don't have the eye and so um he's he's been showing me and so like it was so funny the other day I was looking at this bike and I like um 
I looked at him and I was like, is this a shovel? And he was like, yes, it is. And he's, and I was like, a cone shovel. And he was like, you caught that. And I was like, I did. <laughs> You're getting it. You're getting it. So it was <laughs> I feel so silly, but like part of me wants to quit my career and like go to school to be a mechanic. You know what? That is just so awesome. That's so crazy because life, is, like you said, you only live once. Mm-hmm. And if that's where your passion is, we're never – people are always like, oh, I'm too steady and I'm too old now. I can't do that. Yeah, you can yeah, like my dad quit his job and went back to school and became a teacher at like 40 years old. Oh my god. So goodness. like just watching that sometimes I just remind myself like okay, you can do it. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So if that's where your heart is, start slow. Like spend your evenings you're you're already doing it. You're learning, you're teaching yourself, you're surrounding yourself with the right environment to to set yourself onto that path. Yeah. I don't know. And it's just like, it's been amazing. Just like, it's so funny because like sometimes I sit there and I talk bikes with people and some of these people are surprised that I know what I know. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, and they're like, how do you know all these things? And I was like, I talked to my husband about bikes a lot because like he comes home from work and he talks about bikes constantly. And like, it's been like this for like the last my goodness, going on three years now of just like everyday bike talk. Like at some point, like in the day, we talk bikes and we talk bikes a lot. And I mean, it's just him showing me pictures of things that he's working on. There's been days where I've gone into the shop and, you know, I get to see what's going on. And it's just amazing. Like, I mean, and not only that, but, like, he works for a really high-performance shop in this area. Like, they build high-performing bikes. And I'm, like, I get to learn from the best of the best. Like, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally biased. But, (laughs) 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 like, these guys, I'm just, like, so impressed by them. Like, my husband didn't go to school for this. Uh, His boss literally taught him everything. And... Now I'm learning from him and it's just crazy. Like his boss even tells him, like, I've never seen anybody like pick it up the way you do. Like, or just, I mean, it's, it's insane. (laughs) That's so awesome. You know, it's all about surrounding yourself with the right people, putting yourself in the right environment. And I always say, if I walk into a room and I see somebody with the skill set that I want, I'm going to go and I'm going to meet them and I want to try and learn from them. Because they think highly of them, right? Yeah. So I think you're doing incredible things. And you mentioned that your stepson is into writing too? Yeah. Like he's into writing. So, I mean, it was crazy. The other day, my husband was like, let's go for a ride. And this kid is six foot two. He's <laughs> tall. My husband's six foot. And so, like, they get on his bike and I get on mine. We ride to, like, this area of town where like it's like a boat landing huge parking lot like whatnot and my husband just like he takes off and he's gone and I'm just like whatever (laughs) and so I get there and like I get to the parking lot and I see Justin and he's like in the front Nathan's sitting behind him and I'm like 
I'm terrified. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, and it's, it doesn't look like it's going so well. And then Nathan's like, no, 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 get off, get off. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then from there, he was like, we're taking your bike. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, in my mind, like, here's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I pulled up. I seen them kind of struggling on his. I'm like. <laughs> What if Justin gets hurt? Nathan, you're not wearing a helmet. Like, what if <laughs> what if you guys crash? Like, what are we gonna say to the insurance? Like, yeah. I totally like just like had this moment of just like, uh, like my younger self would have been like, Yeah, go for it. And now I'm like now adult I'm so mode. Hesitant, like, uh <laughs> And I don't think my husband gets like where my mind was at at that point in time. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know what to think about this. And I like, I, and like, so like the first moment when they're taking off on my bike, like I'm literally like internally, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know how to feel about this. Like, this is really scary. And then like, I watched them take the corner. And then like, that's when like, I let out that breath, like of, <sighs> My husband knows what he's doing. I don't give him enough credit. <laughs> I did not say that. No, I totally. <laughs> but no, like I have those moments where I like doubt things. Oh yeah. I totally block myself from seeing beyond that. And like with him, like he's just like no, and I'm like, uh. but no, like after watching him go around like the first time, like I was like, you know what? Like my husband has this situation under control. Like the feeling Justin must be having, like, it's probably unreal. Like I get to ride a motorcycle mm -hmm. for the first time with my dad. Like, yeah, that's a huge that's... moment. Like it was huge. And just, I can't even imagine what he was feeling at that time. Like, Oh yeah. You, that's something you'll never forget. Yeah. You'll you never forget riding with your dad. Mm -hmm. As like for me, that's how I started. I rode on the back with my dad. He'd put my sister on the tank. He'd take us to daycare. Like <laughs> you you never forget riding with your dad. So I am so excited for him. And you guys are able to share that passion as a family mm -hmm. is even cooler. Like you guys are so rad. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just like, it's a wild, it's a wild experience. And I mean, like for a minute there, like a few years ago, he was kind of hesitant about the whole motorcycle thing. And then like, it seems like in the last few years, like he's really like been opening up to it. And so I remember at one point I like looked at Justin, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool as if you and your dad could build a bike together. <laughs> So I'm not gonna lie, I put that little bug in his head and he was like, wait, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Nathan, you and Justin need to like build a bike together. Like what like what better bonding experience can a son and father have than to like build a bike? Like yeah, motorcycles run in your guys' veins. That like that's that's you guys to a T, your family, like everything. And so it's just amazing, like, just to see the dynamic between him and his son. And I don't know, like, I'm kind of excited to see where that journey takes them because it's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's 
that is a lot of fun. That is so much fun. And like I said, memories that you'll never forget growing up, you know, like for you and your grandpa and, you know, him and his dad now and that experience. So, so what do you have planned for this summer? Are you, besides your dream role, any other big trips, any big plans? Um, you know, like at this point, I'm kind of just winging it. Like I am going to dream role. Um, I think I might have the opportunity to work it. And I'm super excited about that because I mean, just, I mean, everything that it symbolizes, like everybody has different symbolism of different things and like what it symbolizes for me, like it's huge and it's monumental. Like I've been dreaming about this this camp out for years and now finally I get to go experience it and it's going to be amazing. And then I'm definitely like definitely going down to the Boise area. Like I was going to do another camp out there, but I'm kind of debating on whether or not I want to go because that's two camp outs within two weeks of each other. And so um, I do want to go to the party at the pen show. It's just like this epic show at an old penitentiary like I heard it's really cool and like the bikes that are there like the scene in the Boise area seems like it's pretty rad and so I definitely want to go there check out the bikes meet some people um and then I was contemplating on riding to Utah like I would love to go to Salt Lake City to go to like the hell babes headquarters. Like, I mean, I, I met a few of those girls a few years back when they rode through town. And so now I would love to like go to their area and experience what they, where they get to live. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So like, I definitely plan on writing a lot this summer. I want to do a lot of trips, but it's just like, I'm one of those people who work a nine to five. So I got to be like choosy with what I do. And then, I mean, at one point, like on Instagram, my handle is Harley and Huskies. And um, I want to get my Husky on the bike with me. (laughs) My husband. (laughs) That's awesome. you're gonna get into an accident and I was like no they have these things they're called canine sacks I can totally do it and he's like (laughs) no she moves too much like you're not gonna be able to do it and I was like puppy Benadryl like make her tired before (laughs) that sounds awful (laughs) (laughs) train her into it make her a little drowsy and train her into it (laughs) (laughs) Weird, like make her like a little bit drowsy, <laughs> and then like, let her experience it for the first time, and then maybe after that, she'll just relax into it. Like it's like sticking her head out the window, but her whole body. It's yeah. Like a new level. <laughs> like, that's the thing is because like in my car I have like a sunroof, and so I always open that for her, and she'll stand on the console and she'll like stick out her head and just like. And she loves it. Yeah. She'll stay in the same spot the whole time and she won't move. Aww. It's just, Aww. it's her favorite thing. Like she will stick her head out the sunroof before she sticks her head out the window. And yeah. I'm like, you, I mean, she does that. But 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm tempted to do it. Definitely has to be on the Dinah because I think I'll die on the chopper. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Practice in the driveway a little bit, maybe down the street. Yeah, yeah that would be so epic. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I just would love to be able to ride with her and like if I could one day take her because like for me my dog goes like if I could take my dog everywhere I'm happiest and so mm -hmm. if I would be able to take her on rides and take her on trips with me like that would just be so much so much better it yeah it's a dream sorry I keep looking down I'm looking at her right now because she's like you're talking about <laughs> she knows <laughs> We'll see. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe, maybe I'll let my nerves get the best of me, but I think I at least have to try it once. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Try it once. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, you've got some good plans. I've heard the pen is awesome. Like mm -hmm. the choppers that go there. Uh, I actually know somebody who took his chopper there and he said it was like, super incredible experience and he wants to go back every year <laughs> and then salt lake city utah absolutely gorgeous to ride in i don't know if you've ever ridden over there but man oh yeah the the scenery oh, unbelievable that sounds yeah. so amazing like i've seen pictures and just like the outdoors like i'm a super outdoorsy person already and so, mm -hmm. like, I've seen so many pictures and then, like, just, like, the women's community that they have there. Like, I would love to, like, go to one of their meetups and just yeah. be like, I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel so dorky, but it's just, like, I want to do it. Like, I want to go meet these people. I want to yeah. go for the rides. Like, I honestly, I haven't been many places, I think. I would just like to expand and travel more. And if I can travel on my motorcycle, it's just going to make it that much better. Mm -hmm. I think you're in a prime spot, right? Like throw a tent on the back of your bike and just explore. Mm -hmm. Take the weekends because I'm like you. I work at nine to five, Monday to Friday, right? So I'm limited on on where I can go and what I can do. But that's what my husband and I love to do. Throw a tent on the back of the bike and mm -hmm. then we'll just pick a random spot and we'll go there for the weekend and then hustle home Sunday. But yeah. you still still allows you to experience a lot. And yeah. you're in a good area to be able just to kind of quickly branch out to different places. Yeah, definitely. So. I was doing that with my husband like a few years back because he's in the motorcycle world in like a different capacity. So like mm – -hmm. You know, he would be like, we're going on this run. We're going to go do this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it just weekend warriors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. And so now, like, I guess now for me, like, I'm just kind of, like, getting into this community that's for me. And, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm in it for the ladies. Like, I just want to make oh, yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> I I hear you. I hear you. Absolutely. I feel so <laughs> sometimes I'm like, will you be my friend? And so I'm like, like, you're weird. I'm like, I'm they like, don't as get it. children, like as children, we used to ask people, like, will you be my friend? Like, right? Let's bring that back. Let's bring yeah. that back. Yeah. yeah. 
I agree. I agree. I'm the same way. My husband's the same way. He's like, you're a little weirdo. And I'm like, you know what? Everybody I meet's a weirdo too, so it works out. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace the weird. <laughs> it's never yeah. not worked for me yet. So I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so my last question for you is what advice do you have for women who are looking to get into this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the things I would say is if like you're looking into getting a bike um, into riding is definitely like taking courses. I think that was like the number one piece of advice that I received from, from everyone. Like when I would ask that same question, what should I do? They'd be like, take a course. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool. You can get your permit. You can um, have someone teach you, but there's something different when you go to the courses and it, they have so much to offer. Even advanced writers go to these courses. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always room to learn and to improve. I would also say sit on a bunch of different bikes. Get the feel of them. Like stand them up, kind of rock side to side, push it forward and back. Like wiggle in the seat. See how you feel. Does it feel comfortable? Um You know, uh, one thing I did with my grandma when she was doing the course was like, you know, I had her come over and ride my little 110. I was like, okay, like you have your, you have your class. Like, why don't you come over here and ride this? And, you know, if you have that available to you, maybe like ride a smaller dirt bike or, you Mm -hmm. know, um, watch videos, Get on YouTube, watch videos, uh, talk to anyone you know who rides bikes, ask questions. And no question is no question is stupid. Every question is open. Like, how else are you going to learn unless you ask? And so um, find women who inspire you. There are so many women, like find women who inspire you and just keep that fire going. Keep that fire going. Be prepared to like, be prepared to fail. Like there's going to be times when you fail, but like when you finally get past that moment and you just keep going despite each failure, each roadblock that you hit, it's all worth it. Like, in some way you're learning something it's amazing like you just and through this you learn more about yourself you learn about what you're capable of um you build confidence in ways that you've never experienced before so just seek anything and I would also say like if there's classes near you that teach you basic maintenance for motorcycles Learn to do basic things on your bike because you never know if you're going to get stranded on the road. Mm-hmm. At least maybe you can do a little bit of troubleshooting and work on your bike yourself. Like carry tools with you. They got the little tool, tool packs that you can carry with you. Like, yeah, you know, just learn as much as you can absorb it all. And mm-hmm. another thing I would say too, for beginner writers, like, If you're going to buy a bike, take someone with you 
who knows who's been riding for a while has more experience with bikes because you know there's so many different bikes out there if you're buying used you definitely need to be careful um always make sure you like take it to a shop or something to get it looked at and yeah you know just be safe have fun and enjoy the ride yeah I think that is some pretty incredible advice. Um, I really love the piece of prepare to fail. Because even when you fail, you're right. We take something out of that. It's not always a failure. It's all in how we want to take it and perceive it and move forward. So I really, yeah, that's some really, really great advice. And I hope that anybody listening, if you're thinking about it, I hope you feel inspired and Make sure to go follow Kylie on Instagram. I'll link all of her stuff in the description notes below. But it has been an absolute honor to have you on. And you. you have an incredible spirit and passion. And to see your determination is wildly inspiring to myself even. Um, to just keep pushing. Just keep going. Just keep pushing. Just keep learning. Don't give up. Yeah. Check Check those bucket list items off. Just do it. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I reached out to you on Instagram. And I I really hope because you said you're only a couple hours from the Canadian border. So maybe one day yeah. we can link up. That would be absolutely amazing. Definitely. That would be so rad. I have a girlfriend who um, she lives down in Oregon, but she's actually going back up to work in Canada here soon. And so I told her, wow. I was like, well, if you're ever passing through my neck of the woods, I'll let you ride one of my bikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, yeah, no, that would be totally rad. I would love to like link up. I, I definitely mm -hmm. want to like go ride in your area, like experience that. Cause like, I feel like there's just so much to like experience. One experience. Yeah. It's been so great and I do hope that we can link up again and I appreciate all the love on Instagram and I Absolutely. would love to stay in touch with you. Yeah. That would be great. Like I feel so honored that you would like even ask me. I'm like when you ask me I'm like <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> I was like this girl is a badass. I need to have her on right now. <laughs> I don't know when you like messaged me. I like got so excited. My I was at I was actually at the show, <laughs> and I was oh so really I was at, that day. I was at the show, and I was super excited. And like I'd read the message, and I'm like trying to run around back and forth. I'm doing all these things. <laughs> I told my husband, I was like, I got invited to do a podcast, and he was like. What? <laughs> I'm like, I get to do this. This is so cool. And he's just like, right on. <laughs> that's, so, that's awesome. Do it. Yeah. I'm still like, it's still really small, but it's, I'm starting to see it kind of grow. And I wanted to share stories of other women and I wanted to share that passion and I wanted to let other people know what it's like, like what we have. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's it's been absolutely amazing. Like, <laughs> you, I feel like it's so brave taking that step, like of starting like a podcast, like and just putting yourself out there and meeting all these different people. Like that's so brave, and it's so like I don't know. It's just it's amazing. 
<laughs> but it, it goes back to that network piece, right? Like, it doesn't matter. I've made connections all over again, right? So it's, yeah. oh, if you're coming through here, stop in. And the same to you. Like, if you ever come this way, my door is always open. My dad runs Thank a you. little bike shop up here <laughs> if you ever need help, if you're in, in my area for whatever reason, right? Like, it's just one of those things that you can't find connections like this elsewhere. Yeah, that's so true. I'm like, I'm just now like really learning that I went through like this phase where like I was in a bubble for two years and I wasn't doing a whole lot. But I mm -hmm. like I shied away from people. Like I think what it was is I moved to a new state and I was like, ah, I resist change yeah. so much. And now I'm just like, I want to live. Like I can't keep living this way. And, you know, I've just been throwing myself into things that I love. And, like, I think for me, like, I really fe fear rejection of, like, mm -hmm. what if people don't like me? Or what if, like, you know, and, like, now it's just, like, pushing down all those doubts, all of those yeah. fears, like, everything and just being, like, well, what if they do? Mm -hmm. What if you meet great friends? Like, and if they don't? Yeah. I always say they're lost. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to get to that stage too, where it's like, if you don't like me, that's your loss. Cause I know I'm a rad person and I know yeah. that you're, you're missing out. So definitely I received the best piece of advice and it was other opinion or other people's opinion are none of your business. Yeah. What they think of you, what they have to say about you. It's none of your business. Yeah. That's what they think. Doesn't mm -hmm. make it true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it has been so fantastic talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. And like I said, I really hope we can link up. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. You have a great day. You too. We'll be in touch. Yes. Thank you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you were able to take a little piece of empowerment away. Stay up to date with what's going on with me in Chicago by following us on Instagram. You can also check out our videos on YouTube. As always, stay rad, babes. <laughs>